title of this video is just no, making me laugh out loud right now. Stealing is legal in California, yay! So welcome everybody, I hope you're having a wonderful day. Happy Friday, it's almost the weekend here. And uh, today we're gonna do a quickie. And that's right, this is gonna be your first quickie with me. And just like my wife, you're gonna be very disappointed. Don't worry about it. We're gonna talk about a bunch of shit. Uh, I have a few topics here that I just wanna go over real fast. But last time, I mean, I did this video already in Spanish. I already did it live. And I thought it, would, it was gonna take me like 10 minutes. It took me 21 minutes. So hopefully this is gonna be lesser of a pain in the ass for you guys. We're gonna talk about the, um, we're gonna talk about why he's stealing legal in California. I'm gonna show you a video of how they're robbing an Apple store and no one's doing anything. And I'm gonna explain you where it comes from, where it's going and, and uh, how people are profiting from this. We're gonna talk about the Federal Reserve and their hike rate uh, uh, stance because Jerome Powell yo, came out yo, and yo. talked to us and said, this is what's gonna happen. And everybody's like, oh, this is it. We're done, yo, we're done. We well, you're done, you're done. You're done if you're thinking that that's the case, okay? <laughs> We're also gonna we're also gonna talk about the trend in China with cryptos, also from Russia and India, because we're next in the United States. And no, we're not gonna be sold on the same thing. It's gonna work differently, but have the same result. Just like what China is doing to their economy, which we're copying too. CBDCs are almost knocking on the door right here, worldwide. We're gonna talk about those and how they're gonna fuck you really good in the ass. Then we're gonna talk about Blackstone limiting people to withdraw money from the real estate fund. Uh, at no more than a 5% withdrawal every trimester. I think it's every three months. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but no more than 5%. So if you want to pull out your money, it's fine. You can pull out your money. Just not more than 5% because they're running out of liquidity. And no, this is not a crypto company. This is one of the Yo. largest funds. It's a $69 billion fund. Nice. We're also going to talk about inflation uh, coming down. Is it really coming down and what's the trend? How fast will it come down and uh, uh, what exactly we're looking at and why is it so hard for inflation to come down faster? Then we're going to talk about Europe finally is realizing that the United States has been abusing has been abusing them and also Macron, the president of France, came out and talked to Biden and confronted him about something and Biden was like, dude, I don't fucking give a shit to his face, straight up to his face. Then we're going to talk about China, their lockdowns, their protests, and what seriously is going on. And we're going to close it with Twi uh, with Apple and the mess that they're in right now at the moment because of their bad, simple-minded simple, uh, simple -minded decisions from the past. So, all of this and more in Salomondrin. And by <laughs> so, by the way, if you guys want to buy some mezcal in the United States, Yo. I'm going to give you 15% discount code. 15% uh, discount code. And I want to show you the website real oh, quick just so you see it. MezcalMoranUSA.com Since I'm going to be sharing the other video with you guys. This is our Mezcal website. MezcalAileron.com M-E-Z-C-A-L Aileron A-L-E-R-O-N USA.com 15% discount on our big bottles. That's right. That's us, baby, being ballers. And uh, just come over. Get some drinks and then we also have some awesome recipes right here. It's right now the holidays, don't be the guy. And also the awesome thing about Aileron, we didn't have to increase the price in our product during this whole inflation time because Rod and I talk about uh, the economy all the time. We knew that inflation was gonna get fucking obscene, so we ordered all of our stuff before. So we stacked up and we're ready to go. Either way, mezcalaileronusa.com and use code POSADA. I'm gonna show it to you guys in a second in the comments right here down below. If you wanna Yo. see it in the description of the video. Now, this is what I wanna show you guys. Let's start the video with spicy things. This is in California. Someone, some people are stealing, are robbing the Apple store in California. Now, this is not too bad because they're not fucking with the customers. They're not fucking with the employees. They're literally just emptying the store. 
And a lot of people are asking me a lot of questions because a lot of people don't live in California and don't understand what's going on and how this is possible. How is no one putting up a fight? How is no one doing anything? And people seem to be kind of like around them, not really afraid of anything, uh, which is kind of insane. But the reality of this is simple. In California, and a lot of people don't Yo. realize, it's legal for people to steal. It's absolutely legal. And I know they don't want to put it like that, and they've been working really hard at like trying to say it in different ways, but that's just the fucking truth. In California, it's absolutely legal to steal. And the law, when I left and the last time that I revised it, was up to $950 a day, and then they wouldn't put you in jail. And because people were selling that stuff that they stole and people were calling the cops on them, they also changed that law, so don't worry about it. Now the people that are stealing from you have a permit from the state to sell anything that they steal on the street without getting uh, uh, into any sort of trouble. Now, I've said it a million times, the reason why I sold my real estate, my commercial real estate in California is this. I've been complaining about this, I swear to God, for eight years. No one listened to me, no one gave a shit. No, like, and it's fine. And I understand now because it's a great business. So in my building, for you guys to Yo. understand, the last thing that I had that happened to me where I was like, this is it. I don't want to deal with this anymore was, I had a homeless guy break into my building where I had a bar downstairs and also offices on top. He broke into the bar, stole computers, stole alcohol, uh, broke half the shit that was in there. He, first of all, broke into the building, then broke into the bar did those things, went upstairs, stole shit from upstairs, and then uh, he, he was also carrying like the craziest drugs ever, like meth and heroin and all those wonderful drugs. And then my guy proceeded to set the building on fire. I shit you not, all of that he did in the spam of like 30 minutes. And somehow, don't ask how, I managed to catch the guy. I locked him up in a fucking room and I called the cops. The cops showed up, if you're from California, you'll know this, five hours later, Five hours later, I have to have the guy tied up in a room. Not tied up. Yo. Wow. You're confessing the crimes. No, no, no. I had the guy locked up in a room, wouldn't let him go because of everything oh, he did. I have video cameras. I have witnesses, all of the evidence. The cops show up. They roll in their cop car. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, thanks for coming five hours later, boys. But you know what? We got the guy. This is everything he did. I explained everything that I just explained to you. I told him, I have all the video surveillance evidence. I'm gonna give you everything so you can put this guy in jail. He goes, fine, finally, someone does their job right. We're gonna put this guy behind bars. The first thing they do, they get him in the backseat, they roll out of my building, and I see them dropping the fucking dude off in the corner. He's back at it again. I was like, that's it. I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. And a lot of people don't understand where this is coming from. This is coming from Jerry Brown and Gavin Newsom. Forget about political parties. These two guys are geniuses. Yo. And the reason why they're geniuses is simple. Because they are protecting themselves through good faith. We're helping the homeless to fucking make so much money from people. And people are going to be like, how can they make money from people being homeless? The more, in California, it's a law by them, that the more homeless you have, for each homeless that you have, you need to have a place for them to stay for free. And guess who's building all of those empty buildings where homeless people are not staying in? Them, or their friends, and they're getting paid by their friends, or their own construction companies are fucking killing it. That is the business that they have in California. Every mayor of every city is in this business. Every single one of them. That's why you're seeing crime. That's why you're seeing homelessness. That's why you're seeing street violence go through the roofs. 
through the I was gonna say roof chisel, but I, I guess I didn't come out with it right. Yo. That's why you're seeing this. Because it's a real business for them. Ask for every homeless person that you have in any city in California, there needs to be a place for them to stay. And they need to build those places and they need to rent those empty places. So that's what they do. It's a real estate business at the end of the day. So they want to qualify as many people as possible as homeless, not put them in jail and have them roaming the streets. The consequences of people getting fucked is just like, it's the side effect. So that's, that's really it. So honestly, and you got to give it to Gavin Newsom and you got to give it to Jerry Brown. No one is saying anything because everybody's so fixed on the idea of helping the homeless. That's not the issue. That's not the issue. So I want to say congratulations, Gavin Newsom. Congratulations, Jerry Brown, and every single one of you guys that is uh, uh, um, running a city in California. Because the business that you're pulling, and it's not even on the books, it's fucking Yo. brilliant. Congratulations. Talk about business-minded people. I like business-minded people. Gavin Newsom, let's have some lunch anytime soon. Um, now, the next one. Let's talk about the Federal Reserve and what Jerome Powell just came out and said a few days ago. So Jerome Powell came out and said a few days ago that, you know, that inflation was taking a different turn and they saw it slowing down. So they think they can now start thinking about the idea of increasing those interest rates slowly. That means, and a lot of people are asking me, so this means they're pivoting. No, this means that they're going like this with the interest rates. So instead of going like this and that fast, they're just going slowly but they're still hiking the rates. The reason why this is important for you to understand that this is not the pivot is simple. Smart money bonds are pointing that there's gonna be a gigantic recession Yo. next year. And towards the end of the year, inflation is gonna come down to the actual levels of under 2%. For that to happen, there needs to be a mega, mega recession, okay? It's not like something simple um, like that. We're gonna talk about inflation uh, in, in a little bit it's dropping or you know what we can uh, talk about inflation right here actually so let's talk about inflation dropping the numbers of inflation are dropping indeed but remember that these are compounded numbers so last year you're looking at seven percent inflation this month it's seven percent over the eight percent that you had last year so that means we're at a, like 15 percent inflation like proper inflation and obviously whatever cpi is not accounting for and all this shit. now the reason why Oh, I'm sorry. I had no idea. Oh my God, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. I apologize. I didn't know that this had, this is a preset here in the, uh, in my other channel. I did, I did, I did. All righty. I'm sorry, AB. I'm sorry, everybody. Just running wild over here with the fucking California video. Great. This is just great. Did you guys hear everything I said or not really? I just want to know to know where I'm standing right here right now with this. <laughs> I appreciate you, AB. Yeah, you did. Okay, good. Alrighty. I appreciate you guys. So, as I was saying, I'm sorry for all the noise. As I was saying, the in inflation can come down really fast because inflation is a byproduct also of people abusing inflation right? Like the story and the narrative of inflation. Do you guys remember when at the beginning of the pandemic, we started saying like, oh, the, the, 
logistics chain is completely broken. The supply chain is completely broken. There's not enough chipsets so that we can put in cars and all this shit. Later on, I mean, if you're paying attention and you're getting up to date on everything, you're finding out that car makers and pretty much every other business turn around and actually just inflated their prices, produced less so they can make more money and work less right? That also comes attached with the productivity problem that we're having. So while doing that, what they did effectively was increase prices on anything. If you guys have a business, I, I don't know how many of you guys have businesses that are in stores. I'm in several stores uh, with my water, with my mezcal, and uh, uh, with the watches, with a bunch of shit. We're in, in several stores. And moving your price is such a pain in the ass. It's not like you can just call the store and go like, hey, we're not selling anything. Can you lower the price? It, it doesn't happen like that because then hiking up the price again, it's impossible. The customers would never, never buy it again because they saw the price increase. Right now, we gave everyone the perfect excuse to look at price increases. And this is why I'm saying with our mezcal, we didn't have to increase our prices because we knew this was coming. Because we talk about inflation. We saw inflation coming. We're like, all we need to do is just beat the supply uh, the supply chain problems. We're just going to order a lot right now and get stacked with all of our shit, pay it, set up our uh, commitments right now up front, and we're not going to have to deal with higher prices. And we were able to keep our two-year-old or three-year-old price on the mezcal the same because we're not stupid and we don't want to take advantage of people. That's not what we do. Although, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what I'm saying is for every store, every car maker, Every single major company around the world right now that is used to these prices is also carrying a lot of stock of their product for the most part. Maybe not the car makers, but regular uh, businesses. So whether you're, um, um, uh, I don't know, if you make clothing, if you make uh, uh, ceramics, if you make anything, you stockpiled a ton of shit at the wrong moment which is the difference between those that were paying attention to inflation and how supply chains were being affected. So there's a lot of people in a lot of companies stockpiled with a lot of stock just sitting in their shelves. And right now they're facing the, well, not, not a lot of people are buying, but if I decrease the price, then less people are buying and the price is lower. What am I going to do with all of that shit? That's the simple principle of why inflation can't come down at the rate that everybody thinks. Inflation's gonna come down fast. <coughs> Inflation's only gonna come down fast after we go through a fucking insane dip as a recession comes in because the cure for inflation is a great recession. Just know that 10 out of 10 times, a recession will delete inflation. And also these things rhyme, so you can take them with you and understand that. So. We're not seeing, we're not going to see inflation just come down out of nowhere. The Fed is prepping an awesome recession for us and they're doing it with the interest rates. And a lot of people don't know that because they don't, they don't have a business. They don't understand how business operate. And specifically in America, we have this problem where easy money has been fed into the system and everyone that can take advantage of easy money, which is the people high up, which is the 1%, well, the 0.1%, um, is killing it. And the best example I can give you is Henrik Fisker. Easy money from, uh, uh, from the United States. California, here you go, Henrik, $1.2 billion for your shitty electric car. Well, your hybrid car is not even electric. And my guy went bankrupt and he sold that company for like $10 million. So what happened to the $1.2 billion from, the customer, from California taxpayers? It's gone. Someone's going to have to pay for it. It's going to be those California taxpayers, right? So that's gone. Then my boy has to declare bankruptcy sells the company for like the $10 million. And then comes the easier monetary policy, 
where everyone's forming SPACs. SPACs are basically a trick, uh, a way for you to go and do an IPO without filing the paperwork, right? So my boy, Henrik Fisker was like, that's it. I'm just going to get together with a SPAC and we're going to do this. So he went on, he launched, a, uh, he launched with a SPAC. They raised a couple billion dollars. My boy Henrik, like a few months ago, bought himself a $20 million house and he still hasn't sold a single one of his cars. That is what's going to disappear right now. That easy money for idiots, well, not for idiots, for the people that can take advantage of it, it's going to be gone. And no, Henrik Fisker's not going to struggle because he already stole your money. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the same thing happens with margin companies because there's a lot of companies that were financed by this really, really like uh, easy money and they were just literally financing themselves with debt and they were flipping that debt in many different ways. A very simple um, uh, example of a different type of problem is Carvana. Carvana is going to go to zero. You cannot operate a car dealership, no matter how big it is, like a technology company, because your margins are garbage. So Carvana is going to disappear. And we're going to see a lot of companies start boom, 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 go bust because of this. So when we talk about Blackstone actually limiting withdrawals from their customers, and they're limiting withdrawals from their customers. This is a $69 billion fund, ladies and gentlemen. They're limiting their withdrawals from customers to only 5% every trimester, that shows you what the fuck is going on. There's a lack of liquidity and it's affecting every single one. Because remember, our economy can only be pumped so hard up. You got to look at the United States. It's a company. It's a big company. And remember that every single big company hits a ceiling of growth, right? Look at Facebook. Look at Disney. Like there's so many companies that hit walls and then you depend on other factors for you to be able to grow. So what we did in 2018 through Donald Trump, we cut corporate taxes by, I believe, 15%. That 15% that we were paying in taxes literally became our now profit, new profit. So everybody was making 15% more money. Oh my God, the economy is fucking blazing. Then COVID comes and everybody gets money for free. And of course, everybody's saying an interest rates at zero, you can borrow at nothing, etc. So everybody's like, oh my God, we're making so much money. But the second they start hiking those interest rates and these companies that are used to operating within those margins can't do it anymore. It's just a matter of time before they go bust. And remember, what did we learn from the cycle of COVID? Three months seems to be the right amount of time for people to start choking and another three months for them to actually fully die right? So that's what we're going to see next year. My, like, there's not a single ounce of my body that doubts that we're going to go into a nice fucking insane recession. And the Fed is going to give us that digital dollar that it's ready for us right now to get us out. And that's going to be the way that they fuck us. So now let's talk about the CBDCs and the trend around the world for crypto. We're seeing a very interesting trade uh, trend from countries like China, Russia, India now right? And that is we ban crypto. We ban transactions from crypto peer to peer. We ban crypto mining. Then we introduce our CBDC and then we start promoting crypto trading, right? 
That's what they, I'm sorry, before, before the CBDC is introduced, they start talking about like, we're going to support crypto. We're going to relaunch crypto. We're going to do it like this and that. But they're not speaking about crypto. They're speaking about their CBDC. And that's what a lot of people are missing out on the message that we're getting. So the United States right now too, has their test pilot with JP Morgan and Wells Fargo and all these other banks. And this is exactly what's going to happen. You guys don't think it's insane that the CBDCs from all around the world, from every central bank around the world are coming out at the same time? You guys don't think that's a crazy coincidence. You think just it's just a thing that's happening because, you know, times and technology, it all happens in parallel. No, recession's coming. And once we beg them for help, they're going to help us with that, with a digital dollar, and they're going to destroy us. Now, for my crypto people, I want to open a parenthesis here because the United States is not going to follow the trend that China, Russia, and India are going to follow. They're going to follow a different one, which is the one that they always follow, right? The, I'm fucking you in the same way, but in a different way. And here's the thing. Crypto, and specifically Bitcoin, forget about crypto, but Bitcoin is financial freedom. It's freedom of money that you can take anywhere around the world and you can exchange it with anyone right there and then. Now, to the United States, that's a terrible problem because that means they can't just have their hands on top of you and choke you to death whenever they feel like it. And I know a lot of people are going to say, that, that, that would never happen to me. <laughs> I'll tell you in a second. Uh, so what the United States is effectively doing is... They're demonizing crypto right now through people like Sam, uh, uh, fucking asshole from FTX, like people like Sam and those guys. They're saying, we need to regulate crypto when it's just traditional banking systems that need to be regulated. Not really crypto, not really Bitcoin. Bitcoin hasn't been regulated by anyone and it's fucking cool. So what they're going to do officially is they're going to regulate crypto. They're going to come out with their CBDC. They're not going to ban crypto, but they're going to tell you. You want to trade your Bitcoin? You want to trade your Ethereum? You want to trade your bullshit? All you need to do is just get it on our network. Once you put it in our network, we know it's your Bitcoin. And trust us, we know it's your Bitcoin. But the thing is, once you put it in their network to be exchanged from peer to peer, etc., that belongs to them. Just so you know. So maybe, maybe, maybe the actual threat to Bitcoin is right here. This could be the one. Because it's the one that no one understands is happening. And if they really do this, watch the fuck out. Because what's the point of having Bitcoin anymore? None. None. It might be a speculative asset towards the future. But if that's the case, then what's like what I liked about Bitcoin was the freedom that it gave me. And if in the United States, they make it necessary for you to comply within the crypto laws and you need to trade these Bitcoins on their network. It's not your keys, not your Bitcoin anymore. So I, I, I would be out. Uh, what else? Let's talk about Europe noticing that the United States has been taken advantage of. <laughs> so as I told you guys yesterday on the, uh, on the video that I made, Europe finally noticed that the United States has been making a fucking killing of selling weapons and also from selling energy to Europe. And they're also noticing that their energy prices are so high and inflation is so high because of the United States. So they already came out like the politicians from Europe are coming out and saying this, which is insane to me because how come you didn't know this? Like for real, are you that stupid or are you playing a game? I think they're playing a game. There's no way they can be this stupid. So whatever that happens. And now President Macron of France is in the United States talking to Biden and he's telling him like, hey, listen, dude, we need to we, you need to cut the shit with your with your inflation reduction act. And the reason why is in the Inflation Reduction Act, which does not create inflation reduction, is the only thing it doesn't do. What it, do, what it does is 
It's giving $400 billion to chip makers all around the world to come into the United States and build chips, okay? Why are we doing this? We are also sanctioning China from building chipsets that are underneath seven nanometers. That means we don't want them to get to peak technology. We don't want them to pass us as far as technology goes, okay? We've sanctioned them just because we don't want them to be better than us, which is the craziest fucking thing if you are listening to me right now. So we sanctioned China and we told Europe, listen, we're going to take care of you. We're going to do this. We start fucking with Europe and killing them. And in uh, the Netherlands, there's one of the largest chip producers out there that can do these seven nanometers chip, uh, uh, chips, chipsets, right? So we won that company. So right now, Macron went there and said, dude, why are you giving these incentives to companies to come to the U.S.? I thought we were working together. You should buy the chipsets from uh, the Netherlands. And Biden said, well, I know what you, that you, I know, I know that you're noticing, but let me tell you something. I'm not going to do shit about it. And what are you going to do? So right now, Europeans for real, which I actually don't understand this. So anything I'm saying here is pure speculation. I, I, I just can't believe they can be this stupid at that level. Like it makes no sense. So I don't think that's the case. I don't think presidents of countries don't understand basics of anything. Like, how can you get taken advantage like this for real? I understand if you're doing it to the people, because to the people, you sold them on the stupidity, right? And their, and their honor and their, yeah, we're defending all this stuff ourselves. But in reality, you're fucking them. I get that. That's how we operate in the United States. We want to help you learn and go to school, but you'll never be able to get out of this delicious debt. We're going to help you with insurance. Everybody's got to have insurance, but it's so expensive. And anything that happens to you for real is not going to be covered by it because everything is so fucking expensive. <laughs> we want to give you the best food possible and create the most amount of food that's going to give you fucking cancer so you can go to the doctor and never afford it. <laughs> it's quite awesome. We're going to help the homeless people and no one's going to notice that we're getting so rich building property <laughs> and then renting it to ourselves. It is fucking incredible. This is live, my friend, that uh, if you're asking if this is recorded, this is live. I do everything live, one take. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's what's going on. So right now, Europe, apparently their leaders are noticing who we are, which is insane. And the thing is, at this point, remember that the United States did this because Europe was working on a free trade deal with China where they had bigger relationships with us and that was the threat to the United States. Because imagine if the other BRICS uh, club would take Europe and then it's the United States and the United Kingdom all together, like fucking idiots. Like the fuck is the United Kingdom gonna do? I mean, I'm sorry guys, you guys make the worst decisions in the world. We make awful decisions in the world, but great ones for our 0.1%. So that's the difference. And we have a guy working for us as your prime minister right now. It is the craziest fucking thing in the world. So, um, Europeans notice that. And the big threat right now is China. Because China can turn around and actually say, guys, don't worry about it. We'll take care of you. But with that, I also want to say that in China, they're having some crazy lockdowns. And we're seeing protests uh, from that part of the world. We saw the protests start happening on Friday all the way through Sunday. They seem to be controlled a bit. But today, I'm seeing other images. But I need to confirm that they're real or, or, or not. But the crazy thing about this is it started with a building burning in China. And the problem with the building burning in China is it killed 10 people. But more than just a building burning and killing 10 people, the reason why these people couldn't get out of the building was because the building was locked up. 
So we think that we have crazy uh, COVID measurements and that we can't go anywhere. But these motherfuckers literally shut down those doors and welded the outside of the doors so that people couldn't get out, right? So that's, that's what China does. People died and people got furious. They're like, fuck you. You're not doing this to protect us anymore. You're just doing this for whatever you're doing it. So people came out to the streets on, on Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday got crazy. And the craziest thing is we saw people saying she should fucking quit. That's the president of China, right? And that is the first time ever that you're hearing, hearing stuff like that. And by the way, those people are probably going to die. No question about it. Like whoever was there because they have incredible control. So of course, China did their thing. They started creating fake tags on Twitter so that people would look up China and then pornography or public, uh, publicity for the <laughs> Chinese Communist Party would come up, which insane. Then comes the shutdowns of the internet in here and there, and China seems to be getting it under control. And obviously, there's some cops undercover on the street that if they see a reporter like bring, breaking out the microphone, they're like, nope. And they grab it instantly and they kick him the fuck out. So... Things in China, in China are escalating, but at the same time, their health minister came out and said, listen, we're noticing that this COVID is different from the other one. So we're going to look and explore the possibility of ending these lockdowns as we have them right now and see how we can move forward. My worry right here is what's happening with Apple. Because in Apple, as you guys know, Foxconn is one of the largest producers of technology in the world and one of the biggest, if not the biggest supplier for Apple. And Foxconn right now is having these shutdowns and having these problems and they can't produce. They're not going to be able to deliver 20% of the most expensive iPhones that exist right now, which is the Pro. I don't even know the iPhone terminology anymore, but it's this one, like the biggest one that they make with all the shit. That's the one that they're not able to do. So you have to understand this is a hit to the U.S. directly and directly, however you want to look at it, right? And what worries me here is... It seems, because at first when I was looking at China doing what they were doing, I thought they would come out and one day they were going to open the door to the thing and say, fuck you, we're not selling to you, United States. But remember, China's a different type of monster. China goes to war without going to war. China supports evil without supporting evil. China's always the good guy. China's the guy that never says anything bad about anyone, but you know he's a two-faced motherfucker. We all have a friend like that, right? We all did, at least. Um... The guy that gets along with everyone and you know he's just waiting to fuck you, fuck him, fuck that guy, fuck that guy. That's China. The United States is your bigger brother, your older brother, really good looking, fucking guy is jacked. And he absolutely beats the living shit out of you before going to school. Then you go to school and he tells everyone, you guys fuck with my brother, I'm going to fucking kill you. You're going to have to pay the price. And all the girls are fucking... Ah! this is amazing. What a hot guy. And then he gets home and beats the shit out of his brother again. Little brother is Europe. Little brother is Mexico. Little brother is any ally of the United States. That's how we operate in the United States. China is the fucking multi-face motherfucker piece of shit that always smiles. So China is not going to go to war. And we're seeing the trend of the chipsets in the United States. Just think about the law that Biden passed, the one that Macron is mad at him which is the Chipset Act, right? Like the, I'm sorry, the Inflation Reduction Act. Just think about that crazy thing, that it's all about bringing chip production to the United States, right? That's nuts. That's fucking nuts. So that means we're counting on Taiwan being gone from the map, right? In the United States. We're trying to bully all of the companies from Europe that are going to have no growth, not that we got them stuck in a really fucking horrible place. 
come to the United States and get your chips done. That's what we're doing in the United States because China, and you're seeing it with Apple, it's a little taste. He's saying, fuck that. We don't care. And what I think that China is doing, China wants the U.S. and other countries to get tired of them. Tired of dealing with them and moving on to another part of the world. I don't think China is going to turn around and go like, fuck you. We don't want to deal with you because that doesn't go with their character. I think China, what they're doing is slowly stopping to work with us, right? And they're just slowly just putting their hands up and turning around and going into another direction. And that, my friends, would be a gigantic inflationary problem. I know that Apple is already looking in Vietnam and other places where they can produce these chips. As someone that already worked in China, that started looking at other places to build different products and different companies, I'm telling you this right now, none of the infrastructure that China has is comparable by 2% anywhere else in those countries. None. Cambodia. Like none. So it's going to be a while before that side of the world produces for us. And people are going to one more time ask, why not just do it in Mexico? I actually think there's a higher chance of Mexico siding with China than with the U.S. And not because of China and Mexico, but because the U.S. needs Mexico to be fucked up. And that's going to be like their Achilles heel, right? Because we saw, we don't want China prospering and getting better chipsets than us and creating bigger technology than us. We don't want that. We certainly don't want Mexico, a country that has oil, all of the minerals, beaches, water, uh, nature, great service, great people, cheaper prices, etc. Obviously, there's insecurity, but <laughs> what's the problem? You live in California. Basically, it's worse than Mexico. Way worse. Way worse. Um, minus the kidnappings. Um, so, yeah, it's an interesting place in the world. So if you're reading all these headlines, make sure you put them all together and understand and analyze all the shit that's going down. So this was supposed to be a quickie. I'm 33 minutes in.